and my desire has always been to you know to find uh, work which has two uh, two combination one it um, helps or impacts humanity in some way meaning you know healthcare i've done a lot of work in healthcare technology education technology uh, real estate for people to live better uh, so these type of projects and then always looking for like you know what is the next wave of technology uh, that i can get my hands on because for me technology is like a new toy like you know you you get a new toy and you play with it and you see you know how you can break it put it you know put it back up uh, so that's a lot of fun and then during the course of it if i can build solutions that help millions of uh, people uh, that's an added bonus for sure fear stops us from achieving our true greatness Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today we have Mr. Agarwal with us. And I did not ask him, and this is true confessions. I didn't ask him how to pronounce his first name, so I did not want to mess it up. So I'm going to ask you to say your sure. first name phonetically properly, so that no, um, no problem. the audience no can problem. know. Yes. Well, thank you so much. My name is Manuj Manuj Agarwal. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And so Manuj, you have to tell us all about yourself and what you are up to. Yes, yeah, sure. Well, uh, my background is technology. I've been building software and technology for about 30 years. Uh, 15 of those years, I've been focused a lot on cutting-edge technologies like artificial intelligence and blockchain. Um, so I have four patents in artificial intelligence, and I was just um, awarded one of the leading global thought leaders award in um, in AI. And um, in my work, I have worked with hundreds of startups. Um, large corporations like microsoft ibm pearson education um built systems for them which um uh, spanned the global reach supporting millions of users so um the software that we have delivered in my company it has impacted over 10 million lives and produced about 500 million dollars in value for the clients that's awesome how did you get into this because i mean that's not um well I would say that uh for a lot of us that's not the typical entry the typical yeah. career. Yeah, well I mean uh, so my my story is uh, you know I grew up in India in a small town and I started my career at 15 working in a factory for 2 dollars a day. Oh, and wow. uh one one during one lunch hour I got some inspiration from um some business magazines looking at these stories of uh, you know successful people who how they built their empires and so something inspired me to change my life and do something better 
And at that time, obviously, I, I didn't know what that could be. But I found my love for computers and programming. And that's when I knew I just wanted to do that. And the way that it sort of progressed was like, you know, um, after coming to North America, I got a job and lost my job like two or three times in quick succession. So this, this yeah. was uh, early, like so 2000. So a dot-com bust, uh, then September 11th, then Gulf War. All of these things happened. So I started my own uh, technology consulting company, helping startups and helping these large corporations. And my desire has always been to, you know, to find uh, work which has two uh, two combinations. One, it um, helps or impacts humanity in some way, meaning, you know, healthcare. I've done a lot of work in healthcare technology, education technology, uh, real estate for people to live better. Uh, so these type of projects. And then always looking for like, you know, what is the next wave of technology uh, that I can get my hands on? Because for me, technology is like a new toy. Like, you know, you, you get a new toy and you play with it and you see, you know, how you can break it, put it, put, you know, put it back up. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And then during the course of it, if I can build solutions that help millions of uh, people, uh, that's an added bonus for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, uh, there's so much I want to ask you now. So, um, okay, so let's go back to the teenager in a factory and you look at this magazine, Junior Lunch Hour, and you're now inspired. Was there any fear involved in that, in that desire? Yeah. Because it's, 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 you're going against the grain, right? I mean, you're like, you're like, you're putting yourself outside of the box that you've been initially yeah, put yeah. in. So how did that yeah. go? Well, I mean, frankly speaking, you know, I got inspired, but never in my mind, even the craziest thought, I never thought I will be here. You know, I I just thought maybe, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll um, be able to live a comfortable life and get out of the factory job. Right. So that right. was the extent of my ambition at that point. Okay. Um, uh, but, but even that sounded like, you know, building an empire because yes, where I course. was, you know, <laughs> compared to that. So that was uh, building an empire. And so when I started working with computers, the, the key thing which I liked about that was, uh, you know, a couple of things. One, I was a very extremely introverted child, so I could not connect with other people, talk to other people. And when with machines, it's like so easy, like you can just talk to them. They never talk back and they just obey uh, your command. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, I started building some uh, cool applications uh, at, at even at that age, which helped uh, some small businesses solve their problems. So I was like, oh, I can make that impact. Like I can like just do something once and then share it with other people. And then it solves their problem. That that gave me a sense of power, right? Like that gave me a sense of meaning as well. And so at that point, I just knew that I wanted to have fun and help other people. That was sort of my train of thought. And I knew if we, if I just continue doing that, you know, I'll get somewhere. Uh, where it was, I, I didn't know. And uh, surprisingly enough, like I find myself now being recognized at a global level and everything. I, and I, you know, there was never a thought in my mind that I will reach this, uh, this status. Yeah. That's so awesome. So awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious also, cause I mean, you're kind of like a, kind of like a guy who was like, pull yourself up on your own bootstraps. You know, this is a term that they exactly. use here. Um, yeah. So I'm curious. So where did you learn how to program? Did you just teach yourself, um, get books? Like what did no, you do? No. 
so um so uh, in my small town there was uh, you know uh, a, a new computer institute opened up um, that was I the see. first okay. one uh, and i went there and they said you know the fee is like you know x uh, x uh, rupees they they use rupees in india so that was the fee was more than my yearly salary so i was like oh my okay, gosh. I, can, i can't afford this right so then uh, next year i saved up or you know i did a lot of things to like save up enough to enroll so i enrolled in that uh, uh, institute and then what i did was i i used to beg um, everybody in my class to because they they had limited uh, number of computers and so you had to book time in the lab oh, okay. to to program okay. practice mm-hmm. so i used to uh, uh, you know beg people hey you know please can i have your time uh, so that i can spend more time programming so uh, i used to bribe them with whatever so i tried to maximize my time as much as possible in that uh, in that one year to learn as much as possible and then um, as i said like i built a few programs that i shared with the business owners and then i got a job working with another software company to you know hone my skills learn more and more uh, so yeah it was a, a slow step by step process um, but i i have like a very sort of you know um, uh, humble sort of education uh, and so they, i didn't get a lot Uh, in terms of education uh, even when i talk about the programming institute where i enrolled or or my degree programs i learned most of the stuff by doing things on the job just learning wh- how the real world works how it uh, you know how what kind of problems people face and how uh, we can solve it with technology so it it was pretty much uh, all um, learning on the job nice 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 okay and then was there um so you you know so you were able to to get the funds together to take the course for the year you took full advantage of that which that's that's just amazing and then you were able to get a job and things was kind of like built up on that particular foundation so then how does that get you so now you know you know so you're working in india how did that get you to the united states like you yeah, obviously so- got a software job in the united states right i mean Yeah yeah. Well so uh, so what happened was I met my girlfriend and future wife in that same computer institute um okay. she was taking the same course. So actually I'm in Canada so she grew up in Canada and we met in India got married in India and then okay. uh, we moved to Canada um uh, after a few years. So that that's okay. how I can yeah yeah. Okay awesome 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 awesome. And then was there any fear involved in leaving your homeland to go to a foreign place yeah yeah absolutely so um so if we if we die, if you want to dive into that story like my uh, my wife now she's my ex wife so we just got separated but um basically we belong to different religions and in india that's not a, a good thing like you, you you're not you're not supposed to get married uh, outside of your religion or for that matter your parents are supposed to pick your spouse so generally there's an arranged marriage so this was also going against the grain and uh, uh, people didn't like it uh, that much ah, so okay. um, so eventually we said okay you know let's just move to canada and so it was um, a little bit of apprehension like leaving everything behind but also yes. you know following your heart following your you know um, destiny uh, whatever you want to call it but um, it it was it was sad and uh, you know like uh, scary but at the same time we were escaping the societal pressure on you know sort of um, pressure as in like you know th- there was some um, negative emotions in people around us that 
you know why we got married and you know all that stuff so we were escaping that coming to a new uh, country and uh, she, since she grew up uh, my ex wife grew up in uh, canada like uh, you know she had some support here so so uh, and then the other thing is uh, i was super excited to um, you know uh, to take these skills that i have learned in india and then apply it uh in a in a more um uh, developing country because i knew there were opportunities the second thing which which i did was as soon as i we decided that we are going to move to canada i started applying for jobs sitting in india um okay. so i actually got a couple of interviews and uh meetings uh, even when i was in india so they said as soon as you land uh, you know come see us and uh, we'll help you out so cuz okay. you know back then it, mm. it was like like when the internet was just sort of coming out booming like back, yes. back then it was like nuts like you could just literally start a website and become a millionaire overnight right so yes uh, uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah good old days right exactly exactly <laughs> well i mean uh, i i still think that there's still a huge wealth transfer out there it's just a matter of yeah yeah knowing where well, to find it <laughs> interestingly enough we are at a bigger wealth transfer threshold now so if if the internet was like you know a big source of income especially if you start early in the 1990s if people started early now with ai it is even 10 times or 100 times bigger opportunity because it's it's going to change radically how things are done oh yeah oh, i totally yeah. agree with you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh and then so um so tell me i'm just curious about this one thing um, kind of going back to the the problem with um, being from different backgrounds and marrying. Um, yeah. Does that does that also affect the children? Like, if you have children, like, does that affect your children? Like, how does that go? See, um, children themselves are resilient, right? Like, children when they grow up in an environment, they don't know any better. For them, it's normal. But what happens is when they go outside um, their school circle. They generally ask you, okay, you know, who who are you? What you know, what what is your background? Are you okay. Hindu? Are you are you Sikh? Uh, you know, so um, so there are instances where you know people uh, marrying from different religions, they have uh, these cultural issues, confusion about the identity of the person. You know, um, I see. but but uh, for us uh, as parents and for our kids, it's one on the same thing. Like we have. We have uh, two different types of temples, so we have two different type of uh, days, like holidays, uh, important days where we visit the temple. If it's a you know a mom's uh, religion, um, important day we go to Sikh temple. If it's dad's, then we go to Hindu temple. So for them, it's like normal. But um, uh, luckily, you know, we we didn't stay there. Uh, we didn't have our kids there in India. Uh, but I'm sure if they grew up there, they would have faced some some challenges for sure. Oh, um, in in fact, um, yeah, like there th there was a famous Indian movie uh, which I saw. the The movie plot was that you know a Hindu marries a a Muslim girl, and there were riots about you know there's there's a lot of sort of a um, a, a political sort of uh, stir in India, and it's all related to religion. So, and uh, and in this movie, it was based on true story. There were riots, and they uh, the the writers got hold of these two kids, and then they were asking, mm. uh, you know, tell me who you are, like Hindu or Muslim, because you know if if you are Muslim, then we'll 
punish you. If you're Hindu, then we'll let you go. So these kids were confused. Like oh, they, they said, we are both. So these wow. type of scenarios, they come up uh, in, in day-to-day life uh, there. Interesting. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Because, you know, it's like, I mean, you kind of hear a little bit about things, but it's nice to hear from somebody who's experienced it. And um, so I appreciate you sharing that. Wow. Wow. That's, that's wild. (laughs) I guess there's a, there's, there's conflict when you, when you have love across lines everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, see, the thing is like, as human beings, I think we want, I don't think we have any uh, inherent boundaries in our mind. We can connect with anybody, but people who want to divide us, they use any uh, type of means to say, hey, you know, these people are not your people, you know, uh, skin color, religion, uh, social status, economic status, they they figure out a boundary and they say, okay, you know, you guys stay separate from each other and, you know, you don't want to mix. And then we take on their beliefs and, you know, all these things happen, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Hey, it's Dr. G, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And then, so, um, I don't know. I I, I can't tell if you're in my age group or not, because you have like a beautiful haircut there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Are your kids like, teens or are yeah older? so my my kids are uh, 10 and 13 so one oh, okay. Just okay. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah and I, i'm i'm 48 so uh, you know yeah that's that's my age <laughs> yeah, okay that's good that's good yeah i have a um i have 11 year old and a and a 14 year old and a 13 year old so oh, okay. um the same kind of age group yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah. fun they're fun ages a uh, little bit uh uh, challenging at times just because yeah, they're yeah, trying absolutely. to find their, their way, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but they're fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, That's great. Absolutely. So do you have a boy and girl or you have two girls? Two, two, two boys, boys, two boys, two boys. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then, so would you say that you have acclimated to your new home or? Do you go back um, to visit often or no? Yeah, I, I try to go back, um, but so much is happening right now, uh, especially with AI and all that. So, yes. you know, it, it's very busy time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, uh, going back, I visited uh, last year. Um, I, I love nature. So I, I visit the Himalayas. And uh, oh, nice. um, and in terms of uh, 
climatization like my my body yeah i mean i've been here for 25 years cold. so <laughs> yeah it is cold um but i grew up in way different weather so i i'm getting used to it but still not you know somebody who grew up here like my kids like you know they walk around in shorts in december i'm like what the like, yes you know I, that's okay, what's yeah, happening so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah. great that's great mm -hmm. That is awesome. So tell us about um so tell us about your project. Like tell us um, you know, if people are interested in learning more, how they can do that and all that yeah. stuff. See, um I, I I'll speak a little bit in generic about uh, AI. Sure. So so AI basically is um you can say it's like a new electricity uh, or new fire. So anything that we perceive around ourselves um, is going to start uh, incorporating AI uh, in that. So whether that's cooking, whether that's uh, cleaning, whether that's, you know, medical science, healthcare, you know, anything that you can think of. And the reason is because uh, so far, uh, you know, humans have never had built a technology that can enhance our cognitive abilities, mental abilities. You know, we've had all these inventions uh, like the car can help us move faster. The crane can help us lift heavier weight. So all the inventions that we have built so far, it has helped us to um, increase our physical capacity. But uh, with AI, it will uh, help us increase our uh, cognitive ability, which means we can solve uh, more complex problems faster and better. And so um, the idea is that any business, small or large, uh, any professional uh, which is looking to grow over the next, you know, uh, few years, they must start to understand AI and see how it affects their business, start taking baby steps and in incorporating it. Um, because just like what we were talking about uh, during the dot-com boom time, yes. if people did not uh, take advantage of that, like, you know, I remember I used to have conversations with uh, people uh, back then, you know, asking them, hey, do you have an email address or do you, you have a website and they'll be like, what's email? You know, wh why do I need a website? I don't understand. And now uh, within five to 10 years, nobody could live without an email. Nobody could live without the internet. Um, yes. And especially if you had started a website, for example, Jeff Bezos started yeah. a website in 1997 yeah. and became the richest person in the world in 20 yes. years, right? <laughs> and not only that, he beat out Walmart, which has been around for hundred years. Yes. Right. True. So, so, so if you see history being repeated now, it's the same time here where, you know, people say, oh, um, my work or my uh, business doesn't need AI. But then mm. in five years, when they turn around, if they don't embrace it, uh, the competitor is going to start using AI and they're going to be much further ahead. So, so that's where we are at now. So in terms of projects, like I can share a few uh, examples of uh, how sure. we use AI. One was in the healthcare field where, uh, you know, a lot of people have joint pains. And the reason why they have joint pains is because of the way their feet are constructed. So maybe they have flat feet or high arches or something along those lines. And so with this kind of feet structure, um, their, uh, the medication or surgery doesn't help there. So what we did was we created uh, an AI algorithm which could take some pictures of their feet uh, with their mobile phone. And then that picture gets converted into a 3D model uh, of okay. their feet with, within two millimeters of accuracy. And then that 3D model uh, gets fed into a 3D printer and the 3D printer prints out um, uh, custom orthotic, which is fitted to your uh, foot. 
that customer product now goes into your shoe and then support provide supports at the right um at right pressure points on, under your feet okay. okay and then it helps with joint pains and performance and all that so that was one another one was um where you know in the higher education space a lot of kids they uh, drop out of the university programs in the first two years of their program and the reason why that is because they found that you know uh, the program they enrolled in is of no interest to them or it's too difficult so uh, 30% of the students actually drop out in the first two years so what we did was we created some algorithms which took uh, mountains of data from a lot of past students uh, hundreds of thousands of students and we figured out uh, finding patterns uh, what what kind of student um, prefers what kind of course and what can they complete uh, easily so we took their sat scores their aptitude scores all their mm -hmm. interest levels and then just like netflix recommends shows to us oh, we yeah, recommended yeah. courses to the students as they were enrolling so the result was uh, you know a lot more students completed their degree programs without dropping off and nice. uh, this this project uh, got special mentions from president obama and bill gates so 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 you can see now like ai yes, is that's great uh, yeah so so it can like really start to make an impact in in these massive areas in life and then not only that like you know you can think of uh, for example we implemented a security system to uh, because the computer there's a there's a field of ai called computer vision and that field can help the computer see just like humans can see and make sense of the objects around us and so we implemented a system for security to monitor uh, a manufacturing unit and then similar system to manage uh, to monitor the quality of the widgets that were being assembled on the assembly line so so now you can like th there's so many implications so many um, uh, applications of ai so wherever you see a repeated repeated pattern or you know some decision being made um, ai can help there okay all right that's neat Thanks for breaking it down for us. Those are great yeah. examples because I'm visualizing those things as you're saying it. So it's, it's, it was very helpful. Yeah. And yeah. so, so do you like, um, so do you have like, do you, do you, do you just consult? Is your, does your company does do consulting? Um, and if so, what, how can people reach you? Yeah. So yeah, we provide consult. We have some products as well that we built uh, on top of AI, and uh, we generally work with uh, innovators and companies who want to incorporate technology or build something. Let's say they have some idea they want to bring to life. So we work with them. We do all the research. We even hire the right people if they if they want to build a company. So in many cases, we actually help them build the entire startup from the ground up, and then bring the product to market or in some cases, they may have some technology which is outdated and they want to modernize it. So we work with them to figure out all the steps required um, to get them to wherever they want to go. Um, if people want to uh, talk to us, you can go to my website, manojagarwal.com or my uh, company website, tetranoodle.com. If they want to connect with me personally, they can go to manoj.ca um, or they can just find me on LinkedIn and tell me that they heard me on this podcast and I'll I'll be happy to help them. And I'm just going to spell it because that you know when you say it um I mean everybody may not necessarily have the correct letters. Um so it's M A N U J A G G A R W A L. All right, cool. 
I just didn't want anybody who was like um, just listening and they may, they're like, oh, I'm going to write down later and then they couldn't find it. So now at least we know that they'll be able to find you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. That is awesome. And so now, um, you know, we're at that point in the show where we have a tradition. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. All right. So um, I'm going to give you three fill in the blanks and you tell me what your responses are. Okay. So the first one is, to me, fearless freedom means. Ability to do whatever you want with whoever you want at any time, you, uh, whatever time you want. Awesome. Awesome. The next one is, if I am fearless, I will. Reach my full potential and multiply it again. Okay. All right. And then the last one is, my battle cry is. Um, my battle cry is challenging myself to do even better tomorrow. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us and educating us about AI. I think that's so important um, and uh, something that we don't always think about. I mean, you see like, you know, these things going around on the internet right now where you can like go and put your visage and then they give you like different versions of yourself. And that's, I think most people think of AI as that, which yeah. obviously it's way more than that, as you've illustrated in our conversation. So yeah. I definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. And also I appreciate you sharing about your experiences in India and how, um, you know, how sometimes social things can affect how your life progresses. And so, yeah, we appreciate that as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too.